Okay, let's begin with Isai. It's a nice title. I sent out some single text to people, and I gave it a different title called Wheels of Fortune. But uh, the question was how to ride a money cycle. Well, how to ride a money cycle. <laughs> so that's really the question. We're going to see a, a lot on this parasha to do with Birchas uh, Hashem and Bracha and Aslacha and all that type of stuff, and some diukins and schoolers and stories. Let's begin with the beginning of the parashas. It's parashas re'ei. Parashas begins. Re'ei anoichi noizim lefneichem ayoyim bracha uklala. See that I am giving to you, before you today, a blessing and curse. So just right off the bat, what does it mean I'm giving to you today? Ah, just started. So what does it mean? I'm giving before you today bracha and klala. So right off the bat, the Malbin says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not giving the Torah like the other religions. You know, if you believe and if you do good, then, you know, in the afterlife, you'll have good. Hashem writes in the Torah, if you listen, you'll have bracha here. If you, if you follow the Torah, you have a good life down here. Uh, Moshe Palakos told me a story about a friend of his, a massively wealthy guy with hotels and everything. And he gave all the lighting to him, remember? <laughs> and he once heard one half a sentence that Moshe's wife said in, in respect and love to Moshe. And he says, oh, halavai, I would have a life and a wife like you have. And the, this guy had all the blessings in the world that you might think. And the guy said he has nothing. His kids don't talk to him. His wife doesn't talk to him. They came back. They came back. Baruch Hashem. See, you had a Hashpah. They went to Bahamas. <laughs> they went last week. They was in the Bahamas. <laughs> and then when you... <laughs> <But> they, <laughs> okay. But anyway, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says he can have bracha down here. And that's what it means. I'm giving it you today. Look around at the Yidin who keep the Torah of mitzvahs. You get to see the quality of life of Bnei Torah. You get to see the quality of life of people who keep the Torah of mitzvahs. And even though maybe on the externals they may not flaunt wealth and riches and everything, but they have bracha. They have, they have blessings that the rest of the world does not have. Now, there are exclusions to every rule. We know there's something called Tzadigaraloi in Russian the Tavlai. There are some exclusions. I'll give you just a quick list of, of a breakdown of the general rules around Bansas and Paris. A very interesting breakdown. He says, you'll find people that have unbelievable blessing in Oilam Crazy, outlandish blessing in Olam Abzat. Those are people who did mitzvahs and Hashem is paying them back in this world. And not in Olam Abzat at all. And those are people who do mitzvahs that are either Rishayim or they do mitzvahs light Lishma entirely for the wrong reasons. So Hashem pays them back totally in Olam Abzat, not in Olam Abzat. And they have a crazy good Olam Abzat. Then you have people who serve Hashem with Amunas Kabul Schar. For, for they're scared of Gehenim, and they're hopefully getting Ganeiden, and he says they'll have a pretty much an okay life, and they'll have Olamabo as well. Then there's people who serve Hashem out of love, not in anticipation for reward. He says they will have a good life, a good life, they'll have a good life, and the Iker is going to be by And then there are people who serve Hashem out of such love, and they could not care less about this world. Like Eliyahu Anavi and certain great tzaddikim of every single generation, they serve Hashem out of love and they don't care about Elam Hazem. And to them, Hashem Taka won't give them Elam Hazem. They'll only have Elam Habam. 
So these are four groups. Again, are there exclusions? There are exclusions, but that's the Ramban. You look around, and that'll be the general rule. You look around, you'll see certain people have a crazy good Ayyamazah. Those are people that are shown paying back for everything here. And then there are people who have, you know, an okay life. They're Amanas Pras. Then you have people who have a good quality of life. They're serving Hashem out of a Hava, but they also like Ayyamazah. And then there's people on a very high madriga. He's not even talking about Avayonim and, and terrible. He's only talking about people who are keeping the Torah. But anyway, those are four groups. But let's get back to us. So the Pasuk says, I'm giving before you today, Bracha, Klolos of the Malbim, a beautiful part. Esa Bracha Asher Tishmu. The Bracha is that you will listen. Zog the Malbim. HaKadosh Baruch does an amazing thing. As long as he sees that you are planning and trying and in the mode of listening, you're going to get the bracha miyad. The bracha comes first. When you sign up to Avedis Hashem, you get bracha. And the klala is in Tishmu. Then afterwards you get klala. When it comes to punishment, it's a consequence after doing Avedis as a person gets punished. And it's a consequence of what he's doing. But when it comes to bracha, Hashem already starts giving the bracha already as soon as a person signs up. As soon as the person wants to, wants to be in it's like a sign-on bonus. You already get it ahead of time. You start getting bracha. That's the Malbim. What I want to address in this Pasuk is two points. Number one is, the word anoichi is a big word. Normally, when we say I, how do you say I? You say anoichi or you say ani. He say Ani. In all of Torah, Kemat, Hashem says Ani. Not Anoichi. But Hashem says Dibrish. And the Amidrashim, the Connectus Pasuk, Hashem says Dibrish. Hashem says Anoichi. Anoichi means like my essence. You know, who I really am. The real me. Why over here does it say Anoichi? Secondly, secondly, there's a Balaturim over here that says, Re'ei Anoichi. See, look, Anoichi. Zog the Balaturim. Pirish. Mimenu, mimeni tiru v'chein tasu. Look at me, and so you should do. Monkey see, monkey do. You see what I'm doing, you do it too. What, what does that mean? We should also give clothes. <laughs> the guys does, does something wrong. What? Yeah, but that, this is not talking about the Rachmanis and all that stuff. Re'ei anoichi na'izu v'neicha yem brachu klala. Esa brachu klala, shetishmun. What does it mean? See what I'm doing and you follow suit. What is, just, what is it referring to? So we're going to get back to that. Okay. In this parasha, I don't know, I, I didn't see any record of it, but it seems that there's more bracha in this parasha than any other parasha. Right off the bat, in the first pasuk, we have bracha uklala. Then, if you go further to perik yudal, uh, yudal pasuk chavbeis is aser to aser, which Chazal says aser give ma'aser b'shvil shetis asher, so that you should become rich. After that, you have perik yudal pasuk chavtes. It says laman yivorechicha Hashem lekecha. If you give ma'aser properly, this is not talking about regular ma'aser. It's talking about the lager, la yosh, la mana, the ma'aser in the third year. It says again, lamani yivorechicha. In Perik Tesvav Pasuk Dalit, it's talking about shmita and canceling your loans. It says ki because Hashem is going to bless you. Then when it talks about later on in Perik Tesvav Pasuk Yud, it speaks about giving tzedakah and lending to people. And over here it says ki bechla, ki bechla, la 
Hashem loikecha yivarecha. Hashem's going to bless you. And then again, later on, when it talks about when you have an Eved, an Eved Ivri, and you let him go free after six years, so there's a mitzvah to give him ha'anaka, give him a gift, give him a tip for all the work that he did. And again, it says in the Pasuk, HaKadosh Baruch who's going to bless you, uvarecha. The, the, the parasha is just loaded with birchas Hashem, and we know birchas Hashem is hitashe. Because Hashem refers to primarily money. There was a guy that once came into the Satan Rebbe. We're going to talk a little bit about the Satan Rebbe tonight. Because today was his yard site. I don't know if you guys said, said uh, Tachmur or not. But today was his yard site. We're going to talk a little about him. And then a guy once came in. It was a Rosh Hashiva Yeshiva. And he came in to ask for money for his Yeshiva. And he saw a throng of people. And poverty-stricken people out there. And he said, Oyve, you know, these are people that are collecting for personal needs. I'm not even going to ask the Rebbe for that money. You know what? I'm here already, so I'll go in for a bracha. That's it. When he came to the Rebbe and he told the Rebbe, I just want a bracha. He says, what do you do? He says, I'm a Rosh Hiva. He said, Birchas Hashem. He tashir. He gave him guilt. <laughs> that's it. When you come for a bracha, bracha main guilt. Period. So here you have a parasha that's full of bracha. We, we want one, two, three, four, five. We already spoke at five places. We're going to save at the end of the year. Six places at the end of the parasha. We're talking about bracha as well. So much bracha over here. So I figured it's a good opportunity to talk about wealth and how to uh, keep it in our pockets. So let, let's talk a little about bracha. There's a Gemara, and I ask everybody to open up the Enyaq over here. Mordecai, I think you still has your name on it. <laughs> Huh? Money cycle. Oh, money cycle. Okay. Anyway, Shabbos, Daf, Kuf, Nun, Aleph, Omud, Beis. Okay? Daf, Kuf, Nun, Aleph, Omud, Beis. In the blueprint in Yaakov, if you want to look at it, it's page Reish, Nun, Tess. It's Reish, Nun, Tess, in the new print. You have the new print, you have just like me. Okay, you all looking in together? So it's it's ice cuff test. So you got it? Tanya, Rebeloza Kaparoina, Rebeloza Kapra said, Lo Oilam Yivakeshodam Rachanim Almidazu. A person should always beg the Rebanishlan for mercy regarding money. Because if you don't come to poverty, Babinai. Person's son will come to poverty. And if the person's son does not come to poverty, it'll be his anical. Poverty is going to be in the family. So daven good. As it says in the Pasuk in this week's parasha, it says, Hashem is going to bless you. Kibiglal is talking about giving tzedakah and, and loans. Hashem says, Hashem is going to bless you. Zagdi Gemara, what's Biglal Adav Hazeh? The Gemara Darshan, Biglal Adav Hazeh. Tana Devei Rabbi Shmuel, Galgal Hu Shechoyzer Ba'ilam. It's literally a wheel of fortune. And it's always turning. <coughs> and that wheel is always turning. And if a person has money, give it a generation or two. Give it some years or two. It's going to go away. And when somebody does not have money, give it some time or a generation or two. Money's going to come. There's a guaranteed galgal that's constantly turning. And the money shifts. A person goes from wealth to poverty, wealth to poverty, wealth to poverty. So Zok, Rebel Lazar, Akapar, Davin, good. We're going to discuss how on earth that's supposed to help. You know, we're not, we're not stopping the wheel, are we? Om Reb Yosef. Reb Yosef says, Magdinon. We, we have a Chazaka, we have a Kabbalah. You have a young Talmud Chacham, a Torah student. A Torah student doesn't get poor. 
hear this? Tyrus do this, don't get bored. Fragging Yamara, everybody's looking at me. Look at the next piece of Gemara. Oh, Kassim, you know the Miani, what are you talking about? We find that there are Tyrus students that are poor. Zagdi Gemara, he said to Miani, if you find that he's poor, such a level of poverty to go from door to door, he won't be in. He won't be in a position where he's so desperate that he should have to go to door to door. A person who's, who's, who's Isaac Bentaira, he has a certain level of self-respect and he has people that are friends and people that are loyal to him, he'll be taken care of that he shouldn't have to go and go through the bazillion of going door to door. And notice the Gemara on this doesn't say, oh, Kachizidan. <laughs> right? So the Gemara, is not true? Maybe the guy who came to the door is not until there about him just because he's got a white beard. Or maybe he's not collecting for himself, he's collecting for an institution, for yeshiva, whatever maybe it is. Maybe for I don't know. Maybe he's not a Tamil because he has a white beard. So you might tell us if you had him a perm is out? Huh? He's not going from door to door. I'm talking about going from door to door. Very, very different. A guy who knocks door to door and a guy who targets Ellie Luckenstein. You know, and don't be mostly, you know, they go to the Gavir. <laughs> but door to door is, is a level of poverty, is a level of poverty that says somebody to come on half. By the way, you want to hear the Gibshat from the Zichur, the Rebbe from Zichur. He says, listen to this, we can speak about it later on. One of the Segulis for Parnasa is to have Kavana by Paseach Es Yadakum Masbialochai To have Kavana that Hashem opens up his hand and he satisfies all that have Ratzai. Because he barely gives it all out, right? So, so there's a school on what? Oh, he gives us his different shots. But anyway, so Zab, Zab, the, the, the rebel from Zitchit, you ready? Listen to this Gemara, Mordechai. It says, if you see a Talmud Chacham Demiani, a Hadurea Pischa Loi Mehadim. It must be he wasn't looking after the Paseach Esedeta. He wasn't, he wasn't going after the Paseach. If he would be focusing in Asher Yosh by Paseach Esedeta, he wouldn't be poor. If the Tavo Kalkham thinks about Paseach Esedeta, he's, he's guaranteed to have his Parnassah. Okay, but anyway, so Omelie Rebchiel at Visu. Listen to the story. Rebchiel tells his wife, Ki if a poor person comes to the door, actively with you, run quickly and bring him food, bring him a loaf of bread. So one day when your children are poor, people will right away offer them food. People will take care of them. Unrelay, Melat Kalaitis Lu, you're cursing your own kids? On Allah, what do you want? It's a fact of life. Kroxiv, Kibiglala, that's it, the wheel of fortune turns. So I'm not cursing them, I'm just facing the facts. If you want your kids to be well taken care of, you take care of an ami. But turn it to very rabbi shmuel, gavlu shkaisa boilam. Tanya, rabbi oimer, venosa lachor hachem levericham, chavi yubecha. Kolam rachim alabriyat merachim alabishamayim. If you have mercy on people, Hashem will cause you to have mercy also, and people have mercy on you. So we see three Tanayim over here that agree with this fact that it's a Galgal HaKoyzer Pa'ilam. And it's a, it's a fact of life. It's not even called a curse to say, you know, do this so that when your kids are in this position, they should be, you know, people should, 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 should be nice to them. It's not even considered a curse. Frekna Anaf Yosef, I'm still out of Tachpel Asatan. 
The Gemara says you don't even say about yourself that you're Russia, even if you're aware of your of your shortcomings and your faults. You don't say like it says in Eichel. Hashem says, "Oh, you're calling yourself like Sadoim. I'm going to talk and call you like Sadoim." You don't say these things. Secondly, it's a shlichu Shouldn't you go to the Ani and rush to bring him food because he needs it? No, do it because your kids, you know, say your kids should be well taken care of one day also. So two, two questions over here. L'chari, it's like l'shma. And secondly, still l'chari, there's an altar takbeh, the satan factor over here. Okay. The Masha says, what's this galgal achrizabayim? How does this work? So one shot that a lot of people say is that this is just a mechanism of how the world works and this is how a Baruch decrees and that's it. Another shot of galgal achrizabayim is the mazolais. The constellations are also in a constant shifting mode where they're constantly changing and this is what we call mazol. Boni chayi umazayni is b'mazlo talia, it's totally mazel, and mazel has a very powerful of that, even on Yiddin. There's a Gemara, if I could ask you to quickly um, go all the way to page Reish Pei Beis, there's a Gemara about Rav Nachman by Yitzchak when he was a baby. Page Reish Pei Beis, the Gemara says, Ein mazel Yisrael. The Gemara's going to say, what does it mean, Ein mazel Yisrael? Page Reish Pei Beis. It's the fifth to the last line in, in, the, in, in the earlier page. Mazel doesn't really lock you in. You know why? Take a look. The stargazers told her, Brick, your son, I guess they saw she was pregnant or she had just given birth. Your son, Ganvahava. He's a born Ganav. He's a born Ganav. From the day that she heard this news when he was a tiny baby, she never let his head be uncovered. She always made sure he was wearing a Yare Malka. Amraleh! And when he got a little older and he was able to understand something, she told her own son, Cover your head! They should always have your Shemaim on you. Uboi Rachmi, and always Davin, always Davin. So Rashi, Uboi Rachmi, Bakish Rachmi, Shlo Yislak Bar Yitzara. Always Davin that the Yitzara shouldn't be shaylin on you. Lo Yavayada, my Carmelin. He never understood why is his mother so anxious to cover his head from Mamish when he was one day old, and always Davin for Achmonis that that the Yitzara. What? He was a good boy. One day he was sitting and he was learning under a palm tree, under a dekel. And his yarmulke fell off. For a second, his yarmulke fell off. Suddenly, his eyes noticed Chazal Adikla, and he noticed the fruit on the dekel tree, on the palm. Alma Yitzrei's Yitzhar suddenly got so strong, Salak, he climbed up the tree, and he broke off the cluster of, of dates with his teeth. He was so overpowered by his Yitzhar that for the moment that his yarmulke came off, aha, he stole. It was somebody else's tree. And he went after this with his own teeth. He broke the stuff off from the tree. So the Gemara uses this as a raya of Ein Mazel Yisrael. <laughs> that means like this. Mazel definitely applies to Yisrael in a very big way. I mean, look at this. Because of whatever constellation he was born under, he's a born Ganev. There's no question about it. For one second, the Yamaka fell off. Boom, he fell for it. But what does it mean, Ein Mazel Yisrael? Ein Mazel Yisrael means... There are ways to override it. There are ways to stop it. It's very strong, it's very mighty, it's very powerful. But there are ways for a yid to stop it and a guy can't stop it. 
A yid is able to stop it. Like Avraham Avinu Hashem says, go out in Mazel Yisrael. You could get out of it with a tremendous chus, a tremendous tefillah. You're able to get out of it. So an interesting chat over here is the riff. The riff says, what's the three tanoim over here that speak about uh, this gal gal So daven and give bread to the Oni quickly so that one day he should also, your son should get bread. What does it mean? Zog the Rith, he's hitting this on two points. By the fact that you're going to go and give tzedakah, that only works for you. And maybe with the Midah, Kenegad Midah, your son will still be poor. But at least they'll be nice to him. You know, they'll come, they'll give him bread right away. But you're not going to break it. You can't break it. But through tefillah, through tefillah, you're able to slow down the week. And with tefillah, that's what it says. If not, if it's not going to hit your son, it's going to hit your grandson. So daven good. What does it mean daven good? Because the Gemara says, Ad kam The Gemara says that a father's rachamim, his mercy, he only feels for, to the third generation. Like Rabbi Yashiv, he was invited once to his great-grandson's bliss. He said, Ad kam I'm not related to the guy anymore. Halachically speaking, okay, the schus obvious, you know. But you're not really related anymore. <laughs> great great grandchildren is already out. So the Gemara says, your grandchildren, you still have Rachmanis. So when you're Mavakish Rachamim, you can be Mavakish Rachamim for yourself, for your children, and for your grandchildren. That's it. Adkan Rachmanis. Lighter than that, you can't stop the wheel. So again, by giving tzedakah, by you doing it, so Baruch you can get a stickle mida, can I get mida in there, but it's not going to stop the wheel of fortune. But with tefillah, you could delay it, you could slow it down. And after the third generation, goodbye, it comes back and everything uh, continues to flow. Now the Masha says, every generation can do this. Every generation puts on their own brakes. And every generation really, really, really davens. If your son really davens, if your grandson really davens, every single generation are able to go and, and put the brakes on. But your brakes can't work for three generations now. So you could give tzedakah and I can just borrow your tzedakah is going to work for you. But the breaks, you're able to go for children. But every single generation is able to do that. Your children can do it for themselves also. They could give tzedakah. And that could override, override the mazel. And they could also put on the breaks. So this is a, a two-faceted approach. One is the tremendous zechus of tzedakah. And one is also tefillah. Okay. So what I want to go through today is um, this Indian of Sigula that we see that there's a certain mitzvah, such as tzedakah, that could override mazel. But we're going to see that there are other things that could also override the mazel. I take a look. I mean, with Nachman by Yitzchak, he was a born Ghanav, and putting on a yamukah, davening, and putting on a yamukah, saved it. The yamukah came off, his davening didn't change. But his yamukah came off, and he was gone. So the yamukah has a, some kind of school of Yari Malka. So there are segulists that have the ability to stop mazel, in his tracks, at least temporarily, and to grant the person bracha, even though his mazel was bad, was, was to lose it. So we're going to mention just a bunch of schoolers. There, there's hundreds, if not thousands of schoolers. We're going to go through a few that I saw today that I found uh, somewhat interesting, and also dvarim sheyesh behem tam, things that also seem to, to make some sense. Okay, so just a preface, you know, you're going to go and do all these schoolers, you're going to become very rich, you have to be... Very, very weary. And everybody says that the Nisayan of wealth is a lot more dangerous than the Nisayan of poverty. And uh, as, as a, a shtikala, a dmus for this, 
it says that Klaisol challenged Hashem ten times in the Midbar. Could be I mentioned it once in such a I definitely mentioned it in the Great Yavis. It says that Klaisol challenged Hashem in the Midbar ten times. And it was it was a taino against them. But in the by Kriyas Yamsev itself, it says that Klaisel challenged Hashem. Oh, we'll only cross if it's, it's 12 times, and if it's solid, if the, the floor is flat and dry. They challenged Hashem 10 times by Kriyas Yamsev itself also. But we don't find that it's a time against them. Whatever they asked for by Kriyas Yamsev, they got. So, you know why? Because by Kriyas Yamsev, they were still beyond Chazaku, beyond Rama. They were considered Be'aisha. They were considered wealthy. They were considered well taken care of. And it's Pajr, Avada they're going to fetch. Avada they're going to challenge Hashem. Mayasa ben They were almost anusim. There's no time on them for fetching. But in the Midbar, it says, In the Midbar, they were ready in a matzav later on of the matzav of Aini and a matzav of Inoi. In a matzav of Inoi, you expect the person to rise up and become more spiritual. And therefore, it was a time on them that they fetched in the Midbar. But when they fetched by Kriyas Yamsev, when they had all the brach in the world, the Chashbar who took them up, the Yod Chazaka, they had a sense of confidence and a sense of greatness. And there they fetched the Pasha, they're going to fetch. So wealth is a tremendously powerful messiah. So don't get too rich on us then, you know, be careful. <laughs> yet, yet there's no school of poverty. Huh? Yet there's no school of oh, poverty. Oh, sure. We're going to talk about that too. Yeah. Poverty? We'll tell you what to avoid. <laughs> if no, you want it, I'll tell you. We'll tell you something then. <clears throat> okay, so let's begin. Fashtetzach, everybody knows. And the Iker, Segula, for, for Parnassah and for wealth, everybody knows is this week's parasha. Aser, Bishwil, Shittasaser. If you guys want, you can turn to page Reish Yud Aleph. It's also right here in Gemara Shabbos. Page Reish Yud Aleph. The Gemara says, Aser to Aser. Page Reish Yud Aleph. Give Miser, Aser, Bishwil, Shittasaser. Give Miser so that you should become rich. Zag the Yamara. So we understand that the Yitin and Eretz Yisrael, the fourth line, the Yitin and Eretz Yisrael, they give Miser from Tua, from Gairin, they give Miser as supposed to be. That's why they become rich. Abafregdigamar in the fifth line, Shebu Bavel How are the rich people in Bavel? How are they Zaycha to become rich? They don't have real Miser. So here we have a Gemara Segula. I have to run to weird stuff or anything. You have an orphanage school in the Gemara. The Gemara says, the rich people are Bavel. You know why they're Zaycha to the wealth? Like it says, Besmoila, That's what it says. The Masmilimba, the Machzike, those that treat Torah respectfully, the Machamas, the Zaycha to Oishivachavoid. Frank, the Gemara, that's Bavel. Bavel had a lot of Tamidic Achamim to get honored. Shebeshara Ratzais. You have some lands you don't have Tamidic Achamim. How the rich people say over there, Bamein Zaychim, Amalebish Moshe Machamim, Sashabas. Cover Shabbos. So here we have a Gemara, right off the bat, three schoolers, often in the Gemara, you don't have to come out to wudgy wudgy weird stuff, often a schoolers in the Gemara, Kavit Hamid HaChomim, Maiser HaShtetzach, Kavit Hamid HaChomim, and Kavit Fun Shabbos. Okay? On the topic of Kavit Shabbos, there's a beautiful vart, I don't remember who I saw it from, I remember offhand, but a beautiful vart, in this week's parish, it says, Im Kesef Talves Ami, that's where the Pesach says, Ki beglala dover Hashem is going to bench you. So Pesach is talking about tzedakah and lending poor people money. But in Kesef, if you want Kesef, tell them. Do the mitzvah of Levi, of Malava 
Malka. If you're Malama Malka, just saw somebody recently told me he started washing from Lava Malka. Yeah, yeah, you heard from some rich guy. Yeah, he's not really washing Lava Malka. It's brought down. Yes, Malama Malka is part of Floyd Shabbos. There's no question about it. So, you know, even though this Gemara is not pointing out specifically Lava Malka, but there is an Indian of Lava Malka. You wash, you don't wash. There's definitely an Indian to have a Dover Cham and it's supposed to do it in a respectful way. You don't just, you know, uh, pop it in your mouth. Uh, in an oven of COVID for Shabbos, you're eating know, Lava Malka. Lava Malka is part of Kfoy Shabbos. So, besides we're buying it, all the Gavalka foods that we have for Shabbos, there's an Indian of Kfoy Lava Malka. I'm not going to go into the details what, yeah, what, no, but there's definitely an Indian <coughs> of COVID Shabbos in Lava Malka. Okay, so we have uh, Aser to Aser, we have Kvoid Talmud Rachomim, and we have Kvoid Shabbos. Uh, Abaya, Masechus Bob Mitziah, Daf Nuntes, Zogt Abaya. You guys want to be rich? Honor your wives. Honor your wives. Off in the Gemara. Zogt Abaya, you want to get rich? Honor your wife. I told somebody, he went right away, called a beauty, my cousin. <laughs> so, so if you want to be this Asher, go ahead and honor your wife. What's a McCarvin is? A Pasuk in the Torah. It says, Avram, Avram Avinu got rich from Paroi. His first blessings of wealth came through Paroi because of Sarah. And that's a Makar from the Gemara also. And you see him honoring her. Huh? No, it says through her. The Gemara says through her. Will Avram hated Bavura. Through her, he got bracha. How do you know that he was Machabiter? Because it says, Vayet Ahala. So now she says, Makansha Machabin Ishta Yos Megufa, because he pitched her tempers. We don't see over there that it came out of Kavtish just as it comes through your life. The, the, I think the Maharal says, why is it? What's the mechanism of how that works? It's because that the etzem person, well, we're going to get to it more later on, that uh, the real tackles of person's wealth is really to give it, to supply it, to provide to others. So therefore, your, your <laughs> wife is your primary person that you're supposed to be giving to, and when they like fulfilling his tackles, it's gonna, the brach is going to go through you to her. Okay. There's an uh, Indian brought down, like we, we mentioned before, Paiseach S. Yodakum has got her. So, not only that, it's interesting. This Rebbe Shapshat that is, I told you in the Gemara that a Tamil Kafim that's poor is because Loya Hada Apischa. It's interesting that Mr. Burr brings down that if you didn't have Kavana by Paiseach S. he says you have to go back to Paiseach S. and finish Ashri from there. Other parties can say you just have to say over that possible. You don't have to actually go back. But if you want to dive from this Gemara, it's beautiful. Apischa Loya Hada, he didn't go back. He didn't go back to say like the Mishabrua says and go back to the Pesach and finish it up. There's different sheetahs which I saw today. Pesach um, Zedach is a praise to Hashem. So are you supposed to be Mechavin, you know, give me, give me? I saw it went down from, I think it was the Chidah a long time ago. Somebody said that there's a Spanish meaning by Pesach Zedach and go like this. Gosh, what do you mean? How do you go like this? You're not asking Hashem to open. You're saying that Hashem opens his hands. So what are you opening your hands? He says, it's okay, it's a good minute. You're showing your trust in Hashem's opening his hands as if you're coming to accept. So there's a minute of Swaran that they do this. But I saw brought down that some say that in the Pesach, it's Yedecha of Ashrei Pesuket Zimra, you're only supposed to be Mechavim for praise. And in the Ashrei after Shemayna Esra, and then you can be Mechavim also. Hashem, I know that you are Pesach, so please, please send it my way, you know. So that's, now, Pesach is a devil, it's brought down, there's a side in the side of the table, so Pesach is a devil, the ches, Pesach, es, tough, your is the end of that is the shame of the malach that gives 
Panasa from Akash Baruch Hu, that channels Panasa to a person, that's Ches Tov Tov Chatach. And that's why Achay Sechayim Chokai, that's why many people have a meeting before Shoshana to get a, to get a new knife, and is it Indian to sharpen the knife, and Shabbos is Makara Brachas, so people have, so, you know, people have issues with the knife to sharpen them before Shabbos. There's an Indian, well, there's another Indian in sharpening the knife as well, and that is, there's a, the Mishabura brings us down also, that where there's crumbs on the floor in a messy home, it attracts the malach that's in charge of poverty. And therefore, one of the inyanim, yeah, a messy home. Uh, I forgot, what was the name of the malach? I forgot. Uh, not weak of, there's, there's, it's a name of messiness. And that malach's name. I don't know, but anyway, so this is also one of the reasons of having a sharp knife and that it's going to make less crumbs. I don't know what you do about crusty water challah, a different story. There's an Indian taka that people do uh, after washing uh, by the Shabbos challah to spoon out the crumbs from the, uh, and eat it. But anyway, but there's an Indian, this ches tov chach, is brought down, is chatach, this is a shame of this malach, and there's an Indian to have a new knife or a sharp knife, but for sure, definitely not to let crumbs go on, on the floor. Okay. Um... Okay, the Chidah, we mentioned this last week also, the Chidah says an interesting thing about Birch HaMazin, besides we're doing it with Kavana, he says an Iker in the Segula of Birch HaMazin, of Birch HaShem, he says Birch HaShem, because it's the one bracha that HaShem himself instituted, because the Raisa, he says Birch HaShem, it has to be done by Simcha. You have to bench the Simcha. Tremendous state of Simcha, thanking HaShem for the Mazin that he gave you, that's a tremendous school of Havanasa. There is a school of all brachas, Thankfulness. When you thank Old Akadish Baruch, who we spoke about it last week, I'm going to tell you a Mirdigamaisa I saw in the book from Rabbi uh, David Asher, Asher, I can't say, there's a lot of uh, unbelievable stories, uh, Amuna, unbelievable stories. He has a Maisa, I think, from the Yeshiva Porat Yosef, the, one, the original Rosh Yeshiva, I forgot his name. He once told the Talmud of his uh, school, he was having hard times, Mamash poor in those days, in the early, early days in Israel, and this uh, Talmud of his came to him, Mamash poverty stricken. And he gave him a bracha, he said, listen, if you're careful with your brachas, amish b'kavona, and b'hatavo, and thankfulness to Hashem, b'kas Hashem itashem. Anyway, and this guy became very, very successful. Many years later, the yeshiva itself was, tra- uh, another Talmud, sorry, of course, I said, had opened his own yeshiva. And it was mamish in dire needs. And he went to the yeshiva of Porat Yosef, and he asked him, uh, any advice? He said, you know, I have an old Talmud of mine. He's very loyal to Parat Yosef. Go to him. Go to him and tell him I sent you. So this guy got an appointment with this Givir. He comes into the Givir. And the Givir sits him down. Sure, oh, your Talmud, Parat Yosef. Beautiful. Anyway, the Talmud says, uh, listen, the Ayeshiva is, is in high straits. We need a lot of money. This and that. He says, okay. He says, I'm going to give you a choice. I can give you $20,000, everything that you're asking from me. Or I could give you a school. Uh, uh, okay, so they started making small talk. The boy, <laughs> think about it. They started making small talk, and the boss, this this Gavir, went and poured him a drink. So it was a very hot day, and the person said, "You know, I'll wait for you to first say a bracha." He says, "No, no, no, you take a drink." After he took a drink and he finished the conversation, the boss told him. He asked him, how come you're not drinking? He says, I would never drink at work. I can't drink at work. How can you drink at work? 
just have to make a bracha. There's nothing in the world that can make a bracha properly when I'm at work. Imagine. This, this, this was how careful this man was, was with making bracha. He says, I can't make, I don't eat or drink at work because I have to make a bracha. Chasimish was known that he would make a bracha of mamish. He would go out of his kalim to the extent that when he had his headaches later on in life, the doctors ordered that he's not allowed to concentrate on anything. Mamish, for days, he wasn't able to concentrate. He wasn't allowed to make brachas. And if somebody came into his room and he would have something to eat or drink, he would turn around his chair so the person shouldn't see him, and he would take a drink, and he would, I remember which goggle came into him once when he was eating and drinking, and when he turned back, he said, ah, so hatamodnatam on a bracha, without a bracha, that's a whole different taste. But he would concentrate so much when he would say a bracha. But anyway, so bracha, zikr is brought down, like we said also, the mere brachas, brachas, zikr, and Indian thankfulness, that was baruch, was a tremendous meal of the panasa. There's a maizah that's brought down, uh, I have a safe upstairs, an old safe I saw from my, my grandmother, my grandfather, when he was nifter, he had in his house, I don't know who wrote it, it's called Sergulas Yisrael. He brings down an interesting story about somebody who was uh, having problems by Nasa. He was a batchin. He was a batchin, and he went to the Pinchas Mikaretz. And the Pinchas Mikaretz said, stop batchining. He said, why? He said, you have such a good time batchining that that's taking away from your Parnassah. He said, what shaykhs want to do the other? He said, I can just when he blesses you at the beginning of the year. It's not dollar amounts. It's, you know, it's quality of life. He said, you're getting such, such happiness and pleasure and joy out of all the jokes that you're making. Close your mouth and the brother will come through money instead. That's, that's what he told him. So, there's in over there, brought down, there is such an evening, the Gemara says, what is considered Shmer of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Dvarim Batelim. In other words, the power of speech that a person has comes from the neshama, and when that's wasted, it goes into hot air. That's considered kevayach, like a, like a difficult burden Baruch to carry. But I didn't see any uh, direct association with panasa besides this this ma'isa. Again, avoid messiness. Um, there's an interesting thing I saw brought down, and that is because um, the Gemara says that there's three ashmeirises in the night. And the last ashmeiris, the last ashmeiris, it says tinoik yoinek. A child nurses from his mother in the last shift of the night before the morning. And I saw brought down from Narizal that that is a time where there's Shefa in the world. Tinak Yoinik is a symbolism of Shefa, that there's, there's a flow, there's an influence of Mazay and Panasa coming down at that time. So before morning, before morning, the last period of the night before morning, there's a big Indian to Davin and to learn Torah. And that brings also Panasa's voice from Narizal. Not, uh, so that's uh, another interesting one. It's also another possible um, that that's in the Karvadan, and that is Vatokam Ba'oid Laila, Vatitintera Vavesa. So Vatokam Ba'oid Laila, when it's still just the last part of the night, Vatitintera, that's when the Panasa is a special block of the Panasa. What? And then the Khaifman Ayasa. Okay. Okay. Um, one thing to be aware of, we spoke about uh, the Anaf Yosef, then we're going to move on to, to uh, Anal Shech and the Satna Rebbe. Um, the Anav Yosef, yes, it's Loy Lishma, if you're giving to the Ani, it's Loy Lishma, and Atif Tachtala Satan, and the Anav Yosef says a beautiful line. He says, the Pasuk says, the Pasuk says, so you see that this Indian is not a problem to Loy Lishma. Why not? Because from the Loy Lishma, you're going to give more. 
when you're aware that it's a gagala khaizabhila, when you're aware that this is what's gonna happen, and Mamela, this is something that could prevent it or stall it from happening to you or your children, to go ahead, like we say by Maison also. We say by Maison the same thing, like the Gemara says, Sadik Gomor, but we'll shayikiabini, right? There's an Indian by Tadaka that even if it's Loyla Shma, you know what? Fakat, do it Loyla Shma. You do it Loyla Shma, you'll give more. There's an Indian of Loyla Shma by Tadaka specifically, and it's not a time on a person when he gives Tadaka Loyla Shma. Um, just an unbelievable story. You know, we all know Tadaka Tatsing Mavis, but I saw this today from. Uh, it was a Biederman brought it down. I want to swarm upstairs on Hanukkah. So I knew we'll have something on Hanukkah Gelt and give me Tzedakah. So I was going through unbelievable stories. Wonder if Chaim Shalabazah. Listen to this one. With Mayor Abu Khatsara. She had a minig that when he would go in his car, he would tell his driver where to go, and then the entire time in the car, he wouldn't say a word. Whatever he was doing, he wouldn't say a word. He wouldn't talk the entire way. And Metamol, he's driving once. And a big Coca-Cola truck was in the next lane, and he told his driver, cut ahead of him and stop the car. His driver says, because of an accident, well, you cut ahead and stop the car. He said, pull ahead of him and stop the car. So he did so as carefully as could be. Baruch Hashem, no accident happened. But the Coke driver got at it. Screaming and cursing him out, mamish. It was causing a whole traffic jam. As Mayor Bukhatsev gets out of the car and he goes up to the driver and he says, Please, can I have a drink? This is a Coca Cola truck. <laughs> he says, Please, can I have a drink? <laughs> this driver was crazy. It makes me feel not only are you crazy, you're stopping the truck. He is crazy, Rabbi. He said, please, I'm very thirsty. Can I have a drink? I was ignored him, cursed him, this and that. He went back in the, into the truck. And my Abu Khatsara goes back into the car. A few minutes later, they weren't that far from each other on the highway. The truck got into a massive accident and the driver was killed. And my Abu Khatsara said, he saw the Malachim of his dangling over the truck. And therefore, he figured he'd stop him and he'd give him a drink and give him an opportunity to get tzedakah, to help somebody else who's, who's thirsty. And if he would have done that, he would have knocked out the Malachalas. But he didn't give in. <laughs> Crazy story. Okay, there's a lot of stories about tzedakah, tatzah, rimavas, but this certainly is an Indian, you know what? Do it, Lashma. It's no problem. You can give tzedakah, Lashma. Fashtetzach, Lashma is a bigger Indian and it's higher and everything. But... Abish there's no problem giving tzedakah like Shema, the glala davar hazeh, you're going to be gebenched. Hashem says it's okay to have that in mind. Let's move on. Okay, there's an alshek over here. He brings down the story where uh, uh, this uh, Tornus Rafus comes to Rabbi Akiva and he says, I don't understand something. He says, your Abish hates Aniyam. He's giving them a downtrodden, poor, horrible life. Why on earth are you guys going and taking care of them? So Hashem hates them. He says, to a Melech who gets upset about one of his Avadim, he sends him to a prison cell and he says, you know, solitary confinement, nobody feed him, you know, let him starve. And one of the servants sneaks down to the prison cell and gives him to eat. Wouldn't the Melech be kayas on the servant that's going and feeding him? So Megiva said, he got it all wrong. Marshal Amad of Adoyma to a Melech who is kayas al And he kicked his son out of the palace. 
And somebody went and was mafarin as his son. Wouldn't the Melech love the person that was taking care of his son? Zaktab al-Sheikh. Al-Sheikh says, if you look at the Psukim, in this parsha, it says, Right? You'll have amongst you an Evyon. From your brothers. Uh, in your city. In your land. So the Pajam Shah Rashi begins, Your Ach comes first. Your shower, your city comes first, your land comes first. Listen to this Alshad. Alshad says in Murray exactly. Rabbi Akiva was telling Tonis Rahasazai. He says, You are saying, you're assuming that when a person when a person goes in the, when a person's poor, it's because Hashem cursed them. But you're smart enough to understand that it's not just happening happening naturally. And that's why he said Hashem's cursing him. What are the natural reasons for wealth? He said, Look, a person grew up wealthy and had a rich father. Or he's in a good community where there's a lot of commerce and he gets a good job. Or it could be the land as a mazel for wealth. There are such lands. Like Mara Kedushin says different lands have different mazels. Zok there. He says, but the Pasuk says, You can have an Ani who's your own brother. You have the same father. You're rich. He's poor. So obviously, it's not coming from you. It's in the same town as you. So why do you have money and he doesn't? It's an Eretz Yisrael. We say in Eretz Yisrael, there's no mazel. Straight chef of Makadosh Baruch It's not mazel. Teretz is Hashem hating poor. Oh, so that's why Torah Sof is saying, Hashem hates him. How do you go and take care of it? So it's not that Hashem hates him. It's, it's Achecha. It's Sharecha. It's a Yid. Hashem doesn't hate him. It's the Ben Melech. And that's why it starts with Kiyah Becha Evyoyim. So we learn out, you come first. Chayecha Kaimen. Zakta Alshech Becha is telling you a mighty lesson is brought down from the Drash and Azari also. Now you know how it works with poverty? We don't know why one person's rich and one person's poor. But Be'etza, when a person comes to you to ask you for money, really the everything is Becha. It's the same account. The money in your bank account is really his. For whatever reason, Hashem put it in your wallet. And he's got to withdraw it from you. You're the banker. He's got money sitting by you in the bank. There's a little poverty in your own system. Make sure to give it to him. Because if you're a bad banker and you don't give it where it's supposed to go, someone's going to fire you in the bank. That's key. The Malbun says similar. A lot of a lot of Madrash are being down this part that when an Evian speaks about Gezel, Matnas, Anim, there's an Indian that when an Anis begs for, it's really coming to him. Okay, you have to figure out there's a whole bunch of halakas, how much to give, v'chulu, v'chulu. But the word is, that's why it says, don't feel guilty and don't feel fetched and I'll take my siyot, there's so many laughing about it. It's not yours. When you recognize that it's not yours, it's so much easier. It's not even your money. Figure out what the guy needs and try to take care of him. That's the Indian that he's bincha. He's a ben melech and he's not the evra melech that, the, that the, he's kaya samach. Okay. There's a Tanchuma that says there was a certain guy whose father was always careful to take off Maeser from his field, and the field would always produce a thousandfold. A thousandfold. Very good profit margin. Anyway, the father died, the kid was Irish, and the kid started skimping on the Maeser and giving less and less, and the field went down less and less and less until the field was producing 10% of what he was investing into it. And he was mamish depressed and upset, and it says his family and friends came into him one day all dressed in white. So he asked them, what are you coming to do? Are you coming to tease me? So they said, no, we're coming to congratulate you. You joined the Mishpachas HaKaihanim. You went from being a Balabas who only gives 10% to being the recipient of the Miser to only getting 
We're congratulating you for joining the Kayanim. So this is Nashish Tamkuma. This week's Marsha is telling you, be happy if you're on the giving end. Be Sameach, Baruch Hashem, I could give, and therefore, Lo Yehir Lavavchach, I care. This is the greatest investment for yourself, is when you're able to give to others. I want to talk about now the Satmar Rebbe. The Satmar Rebbe, if you think about Satmar, okay, he changed the face of Tzedakah. He created a community where tzedakah perhaps, tzedakah and chesed in general, is perhaps the core of the Avedis Hashem. Not stop. Any chesed thing that started here in America, come on, was basically satmar. And who, who hasn't benefited from satmar? Bikachaylam, unfortunately. You know, and, but satmar is unbelievable, unbelievable. And what he did, this, it's brought down, I, I read his biography a little bit today. You know, I was looking for some stories. He started this when he was six years old. As a little kid, the son of a rebbe, he used to go and he used to borrow from his father's chasina in order to go and give out tzedakah to people in town. And he figured he'll pay it back because Purim time, people used to give him gifts and this and that. So Purim, he would get money and he'd pay back all these people he used to borrow from. I was from a six, seven, eight-year-old kid and there's stories about it and different people that he helped. Anyway, his nekuda of chesed was a whole new Until now, we're talking about, okay, listen, how much should I give? How much should I give? Wow, is a big deal. He had a musig of tzedakah in which there is no me. There's not, there's manish, no self. And like what I mentioned a, a drop before, but I get to a husband and wife, he looked at himself as just being a pipeline. As mamish, a pipeline just to let the money flow through him. Zoyener Hubbin. That was his, his line he would tell people. He would give out $5,000 to some amana for, 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 for Pesach. And his guy said, she <laughs> she's living alone. She doesn't need $5,000 of Pesach. Zizo Hubbin. Let her, let her just have. She should feel a sense of simcha that she has something. Just let her have. There's a beautiful pshat that he said in the Yidin complaining about the mon. They said, it's lecha makaloikel. Zog the Sat Rebbe, what were they complaining about lecha makaloikel? Rashi says, klum yesh yelud that they eat and they don't uh, give out anything. Zog the Sat Rebbe. When everybody was having the mon, nobody had any needs, and Klaiso was complaining. Is there a Is there a mensch that only takes in and can't give out? There's nobody for us to do chesed to. We want to give chesed, but everybody has everything. Klum shemachnes. That all we're doing is taking. And we can't feed others? A story I mentioned once in the past, where a guy came in limping. And he comes in crying with a sob story that he's lame, he can't walk, and his, his, his wife is sick, or she died, and he gave him a handsome amount of money, and as soon as he got out the door, he was walking fine, and all like that, the guy noticed that his wife's waiting for him by the car, he's totally fine, he comes to the river, he's a liar, he, he, both feet work, and the said, Baruch Hashem, he has both feet working, his wife is doing fine, Baruch Hashem, his wife is alive and doing well. So he happened to have had an unbelievable, whether it was Ruach or just an intuition, whatever it was, 
He had an unbelievable tuna of knowing where his money was coming from and where it should go to. There was a nice with your your steer chasidim, uh, who were waiting in line for a before Yomtev to get a bracha. And before them, a guy online who this this it was a mother and a son. They knew that this guy was a dishonest man in business. And he wasn't so shabbat. And he went online, he was before them, and he gave him his kvittle and he handed the rabbi a ten dollar bill. And the mother turns to his son and says, I'm shocked, the rabbi took the money. He said, Unzer Zaidur never would have taken money for such a guy. When it was their turn to go into the rabbi, they sat down and they noticed that the rabbi was sitting there itching his ear with a ten dollar bill. <laughs> and every few seconds he ripped off a piece of a ten dollar bill and continued like twiddling it in his ear. <laughs> he, he was known people would come in, he would just stick his hand into he had a few different drawers and he would stick his hand in or whatever came out. The vart that he introduced was almost cannot, I would say, unaffected. Just give. Give, give a lot. Instead of people, you know, ten dollars, fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, stories and stories and stories. There was a nice amount in the beginning of, of his years here in America, where he raised three thousand dollars. It took him a very long time. He raised three thousand dollars for one of his own projects and one of his own mices. It took him who knows how long to raise that money. And some geek comes in a bentayra from some out of town place, and he tells the rabbi that there's no uh, there's no mikveh there. Well, the mikveh was in disrepair. It was terrible. The rabbi took that three thousand dollars. And gave it to him. You're talking about his haschala. You know, it's one thing. You already have your net of chasidim and this and that. His, his, his first steps, mom, is just beginning. And he goes and he took that away. His part was, I'm not at the end of the line. I'm not at the end of the line. And my moistness. And my, they, they built a hall for women, one of the halls over there, and they wanted to make a takana that in this hall, only tzedakahs, you know, people come in all the time collecting, is that only tzedakahs, satmer and moistus could come and collect it, and nobody else. And the said, absolutely not. Maybe other moistus need money more than us. There was no such musik by him as, as me, and my, my tzedakah, and my moistus come first. If there's money, and countless times people came in asking for a huge, exorbitant amount of money, they would say, come back to me in two days. Come back to me next week. I'm going to tell you, somebody I know personally. I'll tell you his name. Shimon Cohen. Um, I think he has a son named Nachiel Cohen. He's a Moroccan Yid who learns in Yeshiva. He still learns there. Maybe he was Nifter recently, a few years ago. I know he was very sick. I'm not sure. It could be he was Nifter. Shimon Cohen. If you listen to the old Shmuzim, it's from where now, it was about 10 years ago. Every Friday after the Shmuz, Shimon Cohen and his Chavus, I forgot his name, would come and ask questions to the Roshim. I don't know if you were there Fridays. Anyway, Shimon Cohen was a Moroccan youth, and he was here in America, and he was learning in the Yeshiva, and he had to get his sister out of Morocco. At that time, it was terrible over there. He had to get his sister out. His sister was 16 years old, and he was trying to raise funds. So what did he do? Bein his man, he would go to the hotels upstate and then try to make appeals and make a few dollars, and Mamish, she saw, was nothing. Anyway, somebody upstate told him, you know, you have such a tzoyrach, go to the Sanderabba, see what happens. Anyway, he goes, it's Matzah Shabbos, it's Matzah Shabbos, and it's very, very late by the time he got there. And uh, the Gabbai said he's not really seeing people anymore, uh, is, and he shouldn't, he, he's the Yiddish, and he can really understand Yiddish. <laughs> 
So he told the Gabba in, in, in Russian Kaidesh, uh, sister, he says, okay, I'll see what the Rebbe says. Anyway, the Rebbe said, come on. The Rebbe said, come in. He comes in, and it's not like the Rebbe was a big fan of, you know, Sioni, Ivrit, you know, that, that whole business. But anyway, the Rebbe starts talking to him, and he says, uh, <laughs> So the Rebbe says, He tells the Rebbe what he needs, and the Rebbe said, here, gave him the full amount of money, whatever it was. It was you're talking about in the 1970s, probably, 60s, 70s. He gave him the full amount of money he needed on the stock. He was so taken aback, he said, you know what? I, I can't take all that money. I, I, I'm not holding it by getting her out because I still need a visa. In those days, you needed for a minor, you needed a student visa. It was an I-20, it was called special paper that she's coming to study in a school. And until I get that paper, I don't want to hold on to whatever it was, five, ten thousand dollars, it was a huge amount of money. I don't want to hold on to it until I get the paper. So the Rebbe said, okay, listen, the money's sitting here waiting for you. You get the paper, you come here for the money, don't go around collecting it. Right this is like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., Matzah Shabbos. Anyway, Shimon Cohen, okay, where on earth is he going to get a paper? Which school at that time, how many girls' schools were there even? Anyway, he comes back to the yeshiva, Sunday morning, and right after Shabbos, Rabbi Ram Kalmanavish comes up to him. Rabbi Ram Kalmanavish comes up to him and he says, You repaid a Satan never last night? He said, Roshiva, what are you talking about? <laughs> he said, the, the Rebbe called me 2 a.m. and he told me to accept the first girl, girl student to marry Shiva. <laughs> and Shimon Cohen got a letter from Rabbi Kalmanavish that his sister, his 16 year old sister, is accepted into the Mary Shiva as a fine young student. He went back to the Rebbe, got the money, and got his sister. <laughs> Okay, this is someone who cares, not stop. Another kid comes into the Satan Rebbe and he tells him that his daughter got engaged to this guy who supposedly was a Gavaldi and Torah. And it turned out, Mom is right after the marriage and realized the guy's mom is a crook. He's not from and he's involved in games in, in, in uh, what's it called, with the mobsters. And he is for a get, no get, $5,000 he got to get. This was in the 1960s. He comes into the Rebbe, he tried raising money, and he saw after months of trying to raise money, he had $200, that's all he had. And he gave up. Somebody told him to go to the Rebbe. He goes to the Rebbe, this guy was a Litvish guy, no shyness, he was a from Baltimore. And he comes into the Rebbe, and the son of the Rebbe says, here's $5,000. So he says, but listen, don't be so sure that he won't do it for less than 5000 Get someone who knows how to talk, gangster talk. To call him up and say you're not doing it for less than twenty five hundred, take it. And when he takes it, you keep the change. He comes back to Baltimore. He spoke to the Batedin and Rabban over there. They found somebody who knows how to talk the talk and walk the walk. And the kids on Isa and the Khanami, the guy agreed for twenty five hundred, and he kept he kept the rest. So here, not only is he giving the money on the spot, and he comes up with an idea to save him money, and he's planning because your daughter's going to need the money in the future. Keep the change; you're going to need it in the future as well. This was a new Pesach, and this is what I want to talk about after the first is late. And that is, we spoke about putting the brakes on Mazda. There's a whole other Mosek. That is, anybody that rides a bike, you know that once the wheel's spinning, you just leave go. Don't, don't push the brakes. You don't have to pedal sometimes. Let it flow. Maral says, Yosef, right? Maral says, be careful from government positions and positions of authority. 
Why? Because she mekaveres is ba'aleh. Zot the maral. Very interesting thing. Even if you're in a massive of giving, Yosef was the greatest giver ever. As I say, he was the greatest giver ever. Even somebody like Yosef dies young. Why? Zot the maral. Because when you're way up there, it's very easy to feel that you are the source. I'm giving. I'm providing. I'm the one that's, you know, that's correct. Zotta Maharao, this is such an important include, like we said with a husband and a, and a wife, that when you're selfless, you just let the bracha flow through you. Then forget the brakes and forget having to turn the wheel further. If you're in a matzah where you could just let Hashem's bracha flow through you selflessly, that's a way that Avadi will get the dividends of that as well. You'll be, you'll be in this baruch as well. But the word is, I am selflessly letting all that money, all that bracha channel through me to other people. That's the you that the Satmar Rebbe basically introduced. Yeah? Yeah, and his rich chassid. Well, chassid. He said, I don't want you to give me money, go out there and collect. 100%. A whole bunch of stories. Moms, he had and they told him, I don't want you to give me the money, go out there and collect. And every single Talmud of his in Yeshiva, they had these rotations where they had to do it. He mamish instituted this own legal system at Sadaka. But anyway, so what I wanted to say is that if a person doesn't have bracha, he has to know that there's a wheel that could be turned. There's a wheel that could be turned. It's brought down that simcha, the Hayisa Ach Sameach. Sotak Samsoyf and Bisrix Tajit, the Hayisa Ach Sameach is also Ches Tov And if a person is careful to be besimcha with his lot, not only will be, okay, Yaisuash is Meach Bechelka, if a person is the Hayisa Ach Sameach with what he has, it pushes the wheel. So don't let yourself stay on the bottom of the wheel. Feeling down or low, dejected, dirty. Don't stay down in the messiness and the mud. Clean up, brush up, be happy, optimistic, and push the wheel in the right direction. It gets hergul nasateva in motion. When a person gives, even a person doesn't have, but he gives whatever he could, whether he gives begufai, whether he gives benafshai, whether he gives mechachmosai, if a person starts getting in the mode of giving, it turns the wheel. And hergul nasateva, he becomes a person that Hashem's going to shower with bracha for him to give through others. So if a person doesn't have, there are ways to push the wheel to get it moving, that he could be this barich, being the sameach, the Chalkoy, being giving in other areas, even if he can't afford the money. We spoke about the Shabbos and Rabbi Hanina ben Daisa also. Shabbos, Rabbi Yibudni says, what's the Mekor bracha? Shabbos is the bracha. The used to say, somebody needed a bracha. Keep Shabbos better. Honor Shabbos better. It's Mekor bracha. Unbelievable things. What was Shabbos? Shabbos is no malacha. When there's no malacha for itself, Shabbos is selfless. It becomes the Makara Bracha for others as well. And that was the Indian of Chanina ben Also, he was very poor. And as soon as he davened for that golden leg, his wife had a dream that his own Abbas lost. Why? Because as soon as he was taking for himself, as soon as there was episode focus, okay, he was on a high madrega, we're not on that level. But once there was a little self to him, oh, I-, I need something also, oh, everybody had stopped and he lost out already from his own Abbas. But the, you see from here that when the person is selflessly giving, he becomes attached to the Makara Brachas of the Benjamin. And when a person is in a matzah where he's able to give, and a person taka isn't his barich, the way to retain it is not to take any credit, 
not to take any pride in it. Let the bracha flow through freely. And with that, we're going to end off the last bracha that says in this week's Pasha. Pasha started off. We asked, what is the Anoichi, the essence of Hashem, the great big capital I, and what is it also saying in the Balaturim, Mimeni Tase, what you see by me, so you should do. What is this referring to, to look at Hashem, copy him, and what's the Anoichi? It's Re'ei Anoichi Noisein. One big word, see that I am a giver. To me, many tira, from me you should see the chain Be a giver. And the last passage in the parish is also about bracha. Last passage in the parish says, it's talking about Yom and and out of the blue it says, Ish kimat over here, it's talking about a carbon, bringing carbon oil, carbon shlamim, when you do oil and rego. Ishkimat nasyada, kivirgas, but it goes along with this thing. You want the birkas Hashem, it's ishkimat nasyada. And the Tanchuma says also, matnas, a person's matana is marchivloi. When you give, you get. We know backwards and forwards, but the biggest side over here is when you're marchiv and you allow the bracha to flow through you, that's how you ride the moonie cycle. Oh, yeah. Shkaya. Shkaya, shkaya, shkaya.